Hello and welcome to the Mythical Storytelling Podcast. I'm your host and storyteller, Shinjan. I've always been fascinated by the myths and the stories behind those myths in cultures throughout the world. So if you, like me, are interested in exploring these stories behind the myths, then this is the right podcast for you. So without further ado, let's start with today's story. Today's story is Comatus and the Honeybees, as retold by Lillian S. Hyde. Brought to you by Holiday Whisperers, your bespoke and personal holiday planner. Visit holidaywhisperers.co.uk today for all the help you need and want to plan your next holiday. And the best part is that it's completely free, so get onto that website now. Also, if you're an aspiring podcaster like me and don't know where to start, check out Buzzsprout.com. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and the best way to launch, promote and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed in all the major podcast directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts and more within minutes of finishing your recording. And if you sign up for a paid plan through the link in the description, you will receive a $20 Amazon gift voucher. How cool is that? Right, let's get on with the story. Long, long after the days of Bellerophon, a certain goat herd called Comatus used to feed his goats on the lower slopes of Mount Helicon. While watching the goats, he would lie under the pine trees and play on a shepherd's pipe. Sometimes, when the nights were warm, instead of driving his goats home to the fold, he used to stay on the mountain with them during the night as well as the day. He had once seen the muses dancing around the fountain of Hippocrene in the moonlight. Not far from the fountain was a small altar which belonged to the muses. Comatus thought that he should like to bring some gift to it, but he was a slave and had not a thing in the world which he could call his own. As he spent his life in the care of the goats, he felt that they must belong to him in part. So one day, he took a kid from the flock and sacrificed it on the altar. That night, the master counted the goats and found one missing. In a violent passion, he took Comatus and put him into a great chest which stood in his palace hall. Then he shut down the lid and locked the chest, leaving the poor goatherd to die of starvation. But the muses had not forgotten their worshipper. They missed the sound of his piping on the grassy slopes of Mount Helicon. Certain great purple moths used to flutter around with them in their moonlight dances. They set out one of these to find out what had become of the goat herd. The moth flew straight to the huts of the slaves, but it did not find Comatas there. Then it flew in at one of the palace windows. The master of Comatas was sitting at a long table with his friends drinking wine. The purple moth took a sip from one of the goblets. Then it fluttered airily round one of the tall bronze lamps. Next, it crawled over the hangings where there was a whole field of flowers done in embroidery. Soon, tiring of the embroidered flowers, which had no sweetness, it descended to the floor, where it was attracted by the odor of the cedar chest. Crawling up over the side of the chest, it peeped in at the keyhole and found Comatus. Then it flew quickly away to Mount Helicon to tell the muses. 
The next day, a honeybee flew in at the palace gate. It met the master of Comatas and gave him a fine sting on the nose. Not long after, the housemaids or the guards, if they had been looking, might have seen the same bee crawling up the carved side of the cedar chest and going in at the keyhole, which was a door quite large enough for a honeybee. Soon, other bees came. With their honey bags full, they went in at the same tiny door and came out again with their honey bags empty. One day, after Kermatus had been shut up in the chest a year, his hard-hearted master caused the chest to be opened, expecting, of course, to find nothing but a handful of bones. There sat Comatus, alive and well. This was wonderful indeed. Comatus told how he had been fed by the bees. His master, knowing that all honeybees were the special servants of the muses, believed that the muses themselves had taken Comatus under their protection and thereafter treated him with the greatest respect and utmost kindness. Thank you for listening to today's story. I hope you have enjoyed it. If you have any thoughts or comments, you can reach out to me on my Twitter. My handle is blabberingshin or you can email me at iamshinjan at gmail.com So that is I-A-M-S-H-I-N-J-A-N at gmail.com Please subscribe to my podcast if you've liked my work and don't forget to share it with your friends and family. I look forward to entertaining you with more mythical stories like this going forward. Adios. Thank you.